You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, I told you I was going to bring you uh, recaps and previews of, of every game uh, that we have in the tournament here. So with that being said, um, this thing is is fairly plain to see. Uh, a recap of Longwood as well as a preview of Kansas State, which is a game we've already seen happen once this year. So, you know, that's fun. That's always super fun stuff. But anywho, we're going to talk about those two things, all right? So first thing first, I want to talk about the fact that um, there was – this this game against Longwood, I I just want everybody to acknowledge that you know sub, a certain somebody whose name rhymes with Denton uh, happened to predict the exact course of the game. I'm just saying, uh, you know, Longwood really did play a good game. They they did not uh, play a, a, a terrible game by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, at the fir- after the first quarter, it was only a, a four-point game, and, and folks were thinking to themselves, oh, man, are we going to see an upset or something like that here today? But I think that that's a byproduct more so of how how little or how great the disparity is between um, women's 16 and one seeds as opposed to a function of NC State just playing poorly. Longwood was chucking like Steph Curry in the All-Star game, and they were hitting shots. They were hitting shots from deep. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. There is no way that you can say some of the shots made by uh, Kyla McMakin, some of the shots made by Tredasia Smith weren't absolute rainbow shots, and you're just, you live with those, you know? Because at the end of the day, regardless of what defense you play, in any sport that requires uh or let me not say any sport but I'll tell you this much I played basketball when I was younger obviously I played some football for a good amount of time in my youth and one thing that we would always say is hey if they can make this play you got to live with that you tip your cap and you get back or uh you you set up on offense hey you tip your cap and you get ready for the next series and that's what happened a lot with with Longwood, they hit some shots that were just like, wow, this is this here is is something something different. But with that being said, I also knew that uh, Smith was going to struggle. Akila Smith was going to struggle, and she's again the heartbeat of that team. That they, they go as she goes, and so uh, it wasn't too hard to to predict what was going to happen there. But anywho, I'm talking about this game as if it were close, but in reality, it was 96 to 68. And after the second quarter, really, it like at halftime, this game was put away. The run that that we went on to end the half, this game was put away. It was literally like, all right, well, that's it. There's not much more to talk about here, right? So we're up 15 to 19. And um, at that point, uh, I'm sorry, at the point of 17 to 21, or you know what? No, no, no. I want to say it was 1923. It never got closer than that. At that point in time, there was about six minutes left to go in the half. And at that point in time, we completely mashed the gas. It was all downhill uh, for them from there. And, you know, if you look up two minutes later, all of two minutes of game time later, all of a sudden it's 30 to 19. 
So this game was was led mostly by our favorite version of Reina Perez, the version that wants to score. And she did so extremely effectively, extremely well. She led all score or she led all NC State scores in the game with 16 points on seven of eight shooting, two of three from deep. And she did not miss a shot in the first half, by the way. So she came out streaking, hot as fish grease, and she was she was the main contributor uh, to getting this game going. But the reality of this game was was very simply that um, we we kind of knew, right? Like we we all knew to an extent. All right, this is how this game is going to go, and and we saw it play out that way. So you know there there shouldn't be uh, again there shouldn't be a ton of surprise. There shouldn't be a, a ton of wait. What happened? How did this happen? Again, very simply put, we were we showed off all the things that I said were going to be the difference. I said that at the top, at the 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 players who are the top two to three, Longwood can match up with most teams in the country. Most teams they were wildly underseeded. Some people said that um, the some people said the computer analysis had them seated as high as a, a twelve to fourteen. So with that being said, again, this is not a team that was just completely devoid of talent and happened to luck their way in off of, off of nothing. This was a good team. You know what I mean? And, and, um, Tredeja Smith showed that leading all scores with 25 on eight to 20 shooting five of 13 from deep. Uh, and Kyla McMakin, she made a few shots in the first quarter in the first half that I tell people all the time. Kai Crutchfield is a lockdown defender. And even with McMakin scoring 19, if you watch that game, McMakin hit her first three or four shots all of them off balance, awkward angles, off one foot. They, the commentators were literally joking. How many shots has McMakin taken with both feet on the ground? Because early in the game, yeah, she was hitting shots. She was hitting circus shots. She was hitting the shots that you say, ah, I live with that. I live with that. So NC State showed up, showed out. The depth did what the depth does. I mean, there was, there was uh, five players in double digits for us. And that's not even talking about Camille Hobby, who had eight. That's not even talking about Isaiah James, who had one of the uh, absolute highlights in the game in a Euro step fake pass into a layup. And as I told people, now everybody's finally starting to get on board and agree with me that this team is going to be fine going forward. This team, I know everybody wants to believe that all man wants once uh, once this these seniors are gone, it's. Nothing, the cupboards are going to be barren, but that's not the case. That is not the case. Westmore has built a team that is meant for longevity. And again, I said that what the deciding factor in this game was going to be was outside of their top three, Longwood was going to get nothing. And look at what happened. The Lancers had um, Smith. The Lancers had both of the Smiths, uh, Aquila and Tradesia in double figures. They had McMegan in double figures. And other than those three players, they scored a total of 14 points. Every player that was not named, last name Smith or McMakin, scored a total of 14 points combined. If you take away our top three scores, that would mean um that would mean Randy Perez, Jakia Brown Turner, and Alyssa Cunane. We still scored, give me, let me get this right, six, we still scored six, 18, uh, 26, 28, 34, 
40. We still score 40 points outside of our top three scores. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's the difference, right? Like, that's that's the difference. That's what makes that's what makes this team a one seed. That's what makes this team have the makings of a group that can go all the way. Because realistically, you're not going to see a situation where uh, it is just complete and total clamps for everybody except one or two players on this team. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's just the reality there, okay? Uh, Diamond Johnson shot well, going 5 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep. I just talked about Camille Javi and her 8 points on 3 of 6. Jada Boyd dropped in double digits uh, on 6 of 11 shooting with 4 rebounds. And that's another thing. We beat them on the boards 50 to 38. That's what you need to see. That is what you need to see. That is the type of stuff when you're playing a smaller opponent, that's what you should do. Again, the Lancers were just, they they were outgunned. They put up a great game. Honestly and truly, they put up a great game. I know that the score shows a 28-point victory, but it really, offensively, while they could not stop at any any level, really, they could not stop State, sure. But offensively, they were able to do some good things early. They really were. And in that third quarter as well, they were able to, to do some good things. And, and by the fourth quarter, I mean, we were, you know, clearing out the bench. Everybody uh, on the roster, I want to say, had played at that point. But the fact still remains, this team performed well, top to bottom. It was a complete team win. And um, most of our most of our starters, most of our big names did not have to play a ton of minutes. Like, if you look at what our starters did in this game, Alyssa Kinane did all her damage, 13.7 rebounds, two assists in 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is what you're looking at there. So, this is the type of game that excites you in the tournament because, yes, it gives your players a chance to stretch their legs, knock any rust off and all that, but it also gives you the opportunity to get your players some much-needed rest, and that's just the reality of what you're looking at there. And the realities of New Year's resolutions is that they're normally out the window by March Madness, but if yours is about eating better or taking better care of your body, you can accomplish such with Built Bar. This is the time of year where most folks have given up on theirs, but guess what? I haven't, thanks to Built Bar. Have you tried Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, yes, Puffs included. So, go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros, you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And that's per bar for most of Built Bar's wonderful products. So with that being said, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Alrighty, so... We have uh, won our game, and, and it's now time to um, you know bang up against uh, bang up against Kansas State. And this Kansas State team is is obviously led by Ioka Lee, one of the leading scorers in the nation, uh, one of the best bigs in the nation. But I just want to say this, okay? And this is something that I I wholeheartedly stand by. Again, the committee talked about, oh, we don't. We don't want to have any repeats of any games in the first two rounds. 
Congratulations. NC State was guaranteed such if they won against the 16 seed, which they did handily. So with that being said, um, I just I I'm going to talk about how this game went. Now, Kansas State's game one was the exact opposite of NC State's as far as the tournament goes. Right. Because if we're talking about what happened um, in our game, like I said, Alyssa Gunane did not need to play big minutes. She was not needed to uh, go out there and go legend in order to get them a win. On the other hand, Ioka Lee was was drastically uh, – she had a drastically different story than what Alyssa Kunane had in the first round. Against Washington State, they came out on top in an absolute uh, slugfest against Washington State, 50-40. to 40. And let me tell you this. It is rare to see a team that scored five points in the first quarter come out and and win a basketball game, but they found a way. And like I said, Ioka Lee was needed big time. And when I say big time, I mean big time. She put up 20 points and 15 rebounds uh, on 5-11 shooting and 10-12 from the field. But here's the part that they should be concerned about. 38 minutes. 38 minutes. If you want to look at it this way, Each and every starter, each and every one, and this is not hyperbole, this is no exaggeration, this is no uh, just blowing smoke, every single single player or starter that they had played 30-plus minutes. That is, that's the type of stuff that comes back to bite you against a team like NC State. Because again, we've talked ad nauseum about the depth. We've talked ad nauseum about, hey, you're not going to beat this team uh, if you're having to, if you have, if you have one or two players who are expected to do everything, you're not going to beat this team with a situation of, of, hey, we can do this with just our starters. There is too much depth. There is too much talent, and that's that's what ultimately I believe is going to come back uh, to bite this team in the behind. Because, like I said, this was this game took everything. It took everything that uh, Kansas State had. And with that being said, it's this Kansas State team is extremely solid defensively. I mean, if you look at them all year, they have played pretty good ball defensively. They have not allowed uh, a ton of points on, on in terms of defensively for a majority of the year. But again, if you look to the first time uh, that they played us, that did not go very well for them at all in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So, you know, we we put up 90. um, It was 90 to 69 last time. And here's the thing. I'm not expecting too much of a difference in this game to last because the the, what happened in that game was it was the uh, Sundell and Ioka Lee show, right? Like, if Serena or Ioka wasn't scoring, they couldn't get much going. And not only that, they just – could not stop state at any level. The only thing that they can say is, yeah, we won the matchup of uh, Kunane versus Lee, but this is a team sport, ladies and gentlemen. This is not tennis. This is not wrestling where it's all about one-on-one matchups. And even in that matchup, I mean, the reality is Ioka Lee just took a much higher volume of shots, but I don't really I'll, – I'll say this. She had one more point than Alyssa Kunane on seven more shots. So, you know, that's that's what I'll say there. And again, 
this is not a bad team by any means. Like I said, defensively, they are very sound. And that's not just a, oh, I watched them in that one game in the tournament and I saw that. And also, they played a lot of true freshmen, or they have a lot of true freshmen who are starting. So with that being said, I mean, it, it makes sense that they had to uh, go through some growing pains. And, and, you know, like I said, Serena Sundell, one of their leading scorers, she's also a freshman. Uh, so Jalen Glenn, another one, super young. And uh, Goodrich as well. I'm sorry, no, no, Simone Goodrich is a senior. But for the most part, they're a very young team. So you expect them to have gotten better than what they were when they played NC State the fifth game of the year, right? But it's the exact same situation. They played us at Reynolds the first time. They're playing us at Reynolds again. And we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they've, you know, figured out something to, to, to make this game a little more competitive. But honestly, if I'm telling you how I think this game will go, I think it'll be a lot like the last one. I think it'll be a lot of this team, this NC State team is too deep. This NC State team has too many weapons. And that you just can't get get around it. You can't get by it. Because, again, outside of a list name, we had, I want to say, three or four players in double digits that game. So that's – and even if you, you're you not talking about double digits, Kai Crutchfield had nine, Camille Hobby had nine, Jakia Brown-Turner had eight. Like, there's there's a lot to this to this team. Isaiah James also had a really good game then, putting up seven points in five minutes. So, again, there is – this team, to me, this, this Kansas State team is a good team. But unless Ioka Lee can go off for 60 again, I doubt that. Um, I am highly doubting that she can, she or, yeah, I'm, I'm highly doubting that she can will this team to a victory. Honestly and truly. And again, she did that against a good Oklahoma team, an Oklahoma team that is not, they're not slouches or bums by any stretch of the imagination. They've got some good length. They got multiple players. Uh, that are six feet or taller, but I just don't see a world where she does that type, where she plays that type of game and has that type of performance against State. I just don't. I'm sorry. With with all due respect, I don't see a world where that happens. You know, they they're. I'll say this: Oklahoma's tallest player that that plays uh, really big minutes. I want to say is Nadia Lemkin, and she is not an All-American candidate. She is not an All-American. She's not the player that Alyssa Kunane is. So that's that's just the reality. That's all I'm saying here. This is a team that, again, we are deep. We have bodies we can throw at Ioka Lee, and we just have a lot of players who can fill it up. And so I, I think that it'll just be uh, a little too much for that team to take. That's, that's just the reality there. I, I'm not... Uh, like I said, I don't I don't imagine a world where it'll be um, much different from the first game. But again, this is a team that was very young when we first played them. They've gotten older. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gotten better. But I'm betting on NC State to take it on home. And if you're a better, bet on go to betonline.net. It's that time of the year again as college basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. 
Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but long story short, another thing that I, I've already talked about this before on the show, but for whatever reason, it happened again after the uh, Longwood game. For whatever reason, if NC State is not beating teams, apparently, according to this Longwood score, it literally by 30 plus, everybody says, oh, it's a closer game than, than it looked. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. Again, we were up. Four in the first quarter. And I know that we're used to watching one seeds just do demolish 16 seeds in such a way that it it is like, oh, my God, are they even playing against uh, another uh, serious basketball team? I know. I know we're used to seeing. I mean, if you look at the other one seeds, uh, Louisville won their game by 33. South Carolina won their game by 58. Stanford won their game by 51 or 41 rather. I get it. I know I'm I'm sure these huge point spreads are like what everybody's accustomed to seeing and expecting. These are still good basketball teams. These basketball teams that that we're playing against are still um you know they they got scholarships too, right? So the reality is this is not a a this should not be seen as a oh yeah, we're we're going to dominate everybody, and that's just what it's going to be type of deal. Listen, it's to me, if, if winning by 28 points ain't enough, if having your star player only play 20 minutes ain't enough, if clearing your bench to the gills is not enough, I don't know what you want from me. I really and truly don't know what you want from this team. I don't. I don't. They did everything that you could ask of them and came away with a huge win. And again, going into this Kansas State game, I'm expecting it to be a little lower scoring than last time. I'm expecting just a a hair lower scoring last time, but I expect the results to be similar. So for this game, I'm going to go ahead and predict um, 80 to 55. 80 to 55 is, is what I'm going with. But don't be surprised if Kansas State closes that gap a little bit. Don't be surprised. I'm I don't see a world where they can put up enough offensively uh, to make this game, but it's possible. It's for sure possible. It's March. Anything can happen. And, um, you know, there's this. Ioka Lee is an absolute force. However, we've got one of those in our in ourselves, right? We've got that plus some. That team does not have much outside of it. I trust me. I watched that first quarter. They tried everything they could to force feeder, and all Washington State did was we're gonna have one under. We're gonna play boxing one, or we're gonna have one under and one um, that's that's making sure that that entry pass is gonna be hard, and we're good to go. And that was literally all they needed to do. It wasn't until uh, Washington State's bigs got into some foul trouble that Lee was truly able to get free and and get some buckets. So. That's that's what I'm I'm seeing this game. Now, the one thing that could give problems, Ioka Lee is really good at drawing fouls. She's really good at drawing fouls. And if she draws some fouls on Alyssa Gunane and the rest of the team comes out flat, we could be looking at problems there. We could be looking at um, potential problems 
and and holdups in getting to the Sweet 16. So there's that. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.